0: Three Musketeers right here. Screw D'Artagnan.
1: Offer one, one for all the proof.
0: Until it comes (laughs) to getting to the toilet first, in which case, screw all y'all.
1: Well, okay, and the toilet's right there, so, you know.
2: You're listening to Those Dramginsers, with your hosts, John and Zach.
1: Hey everyone, I'm John, and I'm Zach, and welcome to Those Drammians, where we drink bourbon and talk about it. All right, so what are we pouring right now?
2: This is the Old Ezra Seven Year Barrel Proof. It was rebranded. There used to be a Seven Year that was 101 proof that they did. That was only twenty bucks. It was one of mm-hmm. my favorite whiskeys out there because it was so cheap and it was over 100 proof, so I could get it at twenty dollars mm-hmm. and really feel like I was getting a steal. Yeah, but this just came out last year.
1: I'll say this is the new one, right? Because everyone like went like this is the new one. It.
2: Yeah, um, but I think they're the same batch because they're both one hundred and seventeen proof. So if okay. they're two different batches that both came out at exactly one hundred and seventeen proof, I find that strange. Not saying it couldn't happen; it definitely yeah. could. But uh so this is this year's release, and it's Luxco or Luxro is the distillery. I pr- am pretty sure that it's sourced <clears throat> juice from uh, from Heaven Hill. Oh, okay. so that that's up in the air it could be debated mm-hmm. they've never really come right out and said it. who
1: all does sourced
2: um well let's see. not not
1: who who sources their own whiskey but who outside of like mgp like
2: yes will sell their so mgp their... does a lot of it heaven hill does a lot right. of it um Jay, jack daniels and Dickel George that Dickel, was the other one i knew was they Dickle, do yeah. quite a lot of it okay i don't know that beam does any at all i think those are really the big ones those like four yeah that do that's what
1: i it. thought too and um,
2: brown foreman you know the the guys behind old forester right and jack daniels i think they do some sourcing for other people too if you want mm-hmm. to come in and get mm-hmm. their stuff but i can't say how much i can say that this is pretty sharp How's that treating you over there, Zach? I haven't tried it yet. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm kind of a. Uh, I saw you. I saw you cough, and I was like, "You might have tried it already." No,
0: no, I am um, I'm kind of like letting everything I have had so far kind of settle
2: a little. I was taking taking a breath. This next one is going to be interesting because I think if I had to say, I would say it's probably Ooh. the least, the least finessed of all of them.
0: Okay, the, uh, so is it more of like a punch in the...
2: It's more of like a punch, but it also hits with notes that we haven't got yet. So okay. I think that could be... It'll be a nice contrast if we can deal with the spice.
0: All right. I can I can already tell you right now, just on the nose. Okay. The There's spice a, uh, is a little bit more intense for me.
1: On the nose, see, I don't get spite. I, I get like a maltiness.
2: Okay. Like a malt flavor.
0: Maybe that's what it is. Yes, but This is the
2: old Ezra seven-year barrel proof. Clocking in at 117.
0: Me. Oh, my goodness. We can cut that part out, right?
2: No. Ah, oh, John. <laughs> He's tiring of our whiskey adventure. Yeah. Ugh.
0: No, this is just, I think this is, we've done more whiskeys in a night, but we've not done this many high proofs in no, a night. No, we have not. No, and I think that's what my body is and kind gotta, of like adjusting to right now. Is it's I, I like have, this is really intense? What are you doing?
1: Sit <laughs> down. I have one over here that we might end with. That I'll, I'll be curious to see. I've just been kind of staring at it this whole time because it's one of my higher proof ones. I think it's actually the highest proof I own. But maybe we'll see. Let's we'll see how is I it feel. The mother of dragons? No, it's not <laughs> the mother of dragons. That one I don't even think that's high.
0: You'd think something that was like based on the mother of even, dragons. It's not revealed. even in here. Where the hell is that? <laughs>
1: No, this is, uh, this is
0: 80 proof. Oh. You would think- (laughs) The Mother of Dragons is 80 proof. Based on the Mother of Dragons, you'd think that should be like, this is cask strength, 140 proof. I mean, I don't know why they (laughs) picked
1: Cardew to be the the House Targaryen. I don't even know where the bottle is actually at. Might be upstairs. Scott came in, took it. Actually, I think it's in that basket that you brought downstairs, Zach. I like bottles migrate upstairs and then Lisa's like can we take these downstairs please? Yeah, sure. And then I drink it again.
2: Since <laughs> <laughs> so I was packing my stuff up, I left like a few bottles in like random places around yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strategically, just for when you need a drink. You just hmm. All right, where are you guys at here?
1: So I got a smokiness out right in the middle.
2: Like a like
1: not smoky. That's that's the wrong. I think I'm using the wrong terms. A oaky charness to it that overpowered any sort of rye spice that you were just talking about to me okay. on that on that specific sip but i didn't get any kind of crazy what did you 117 117
2: yes so it's just barely higher than the rare breed
1: barely if we were rounding the rare breed these are the same proof. they're the same proof, <laughs> yes
2: yes yeah it's a pretty close in that yeah the way I eat, I'm rounding all the time. I'm just getting rounder and rounder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what I'm doing? Okay, that makes sense
2: now. Hey, I'm in shape. Round is a shape.
1: It is a shape. <laughs> I always say, I always you know, make the joke about a six pack. Yeah, I was like, I have a keg. Uh huh. And I thought that was the
2: funniest thing ever. Real legends have kegs. <laughs> you don't, you don't hate it. No. no, I don't. Okay. It's sweet. It's
0: sweeter than I thought it would be.
2: Okay.
1: Maybe because you talked up the rye spice, but I feel like, yeah, what if the rare breed had more of a rye spice than this did? This that, or knows. we're just starting to get that, or we're just starting to get used to this hype. And it stuff.
2: does; it does happen <laughs> like that. You come right out, and tomorrow morning, if you woke up and had a glass of Booker's, it can be like whoa, like you just had smelling salts. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right now, I'm also starting to feel the effects yes um, we're gonna get some good sound bites now the beverages everything's just starting to feel slightly floaty pants down
1: netflix on
0: pants down
1: <laughs> netflix on that one was sober though that that cold open was sober
0: you yeah but i'm always tired that was so am before... i ever really a hundred percent there
1: that's true that was before dana gave us 20 some whiskeys Oh, Lord. I think she has the record of the most whiskeys we were given.
0: Yeah.
1: Bobby has the... Oh, uh, let's put it that way. She's given us numerically the most. The most. Bobby's, Bobby's going to get me the most, most drunk,
2: yes. though. No. <laughs> By volume, yes. It's going to be like we drank 10 or 15.
0: <laughs> Twice. Yes. The only other one I would say that I was really, really glad I was not driving home was when we did 10 from the... Mm. Advent calendar in a night. The Advent calendar. Oh, yeah. We did those 10 at your house because I knew I could
1: handle it. Not that you're
2: like... No, I sauce, couldn't but, handle like, it. <laughs> but I, I have <laughs> a
1: little
0: bit more of a, a, a tolerance than you do. We were just discussing this while you took Herc out. Oh. I'm a very cheap date. You are? <laughs> yes. It doesn't take much to get me to... Do
1: Although we still need to go stuff. to Butcher and have that pour of uh, tornado surviving. Yeah, we do. Because we hit... Well, we're we're past it now, but we hit a 1,000... Downloads at one point. We're sitting around like 1200, 1300 right now.
0: Yeah, it's clean. Yeah. All right,
2: so how okay. you guys feeling about this? I I feel like, for me personally, this has a nice blast of nuttiness. I would call it peanut on the nose mostly. Um, before it dries, like the flavor goes into kind there of um, mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a soggier wood, a, like a. Not in a bad way, but like. There's a little bit of a body to this wood. The flavors come out. The sweetness comes out. There's a bit of that vanilla. Mm -hmm. If you really, really dig in there, there's like a lactosiness, like a creamy soda, something that's like making the body more than the oily profile of some of the early ones we had. This just kind of wraps you up in a nice way.
0: I'm having a really hard time pinpointing anything on this one. I know I'm g i am getting a little bit of vanilla. Okay. Definitely spice. I don't know what kind, but spice. I thought I got a slight taste of honey on the back end.
2: I would say honey for sure. Yeah,
1: maybe that's the sweetness that I'm I'm getting with this one because I'm not getting crazy spice on this. It's just sweeter than I thought, maybe just because you kept saying spice, spice, spice. (laughs) So I, I my level my expectations were up here and it's not meeting those. Um but there's a thickness to it, so that that's probably the honey that you're you're getting. I really I'm mad at myself for not scooping one of these up now. That does really have enjoy a little this. bit. I,
0: I don't know what it is. I've had rougher burns today, but this one just kind of makes you hold your breath for a minute when you when it goes I do down think the gullet.
2: That, that there's something about it that does that. It's not quite as premium, I would say, as like a, a Knob Creek or a rare breed, but it is very good and it's priced very well. And so there's just a, like a little bit of an edge of harshness. And that's what's yeah. made many people complain. That's why I, I spoke of it as spicy. Not that I find it super spicy, but that I've seen so many others put it in this high spice, heartburny kind of category. And I don't have to, to get that myself to think that they're not lying. You know, they have no reason mm-hmm. to lie. They yeah, just feel yeah. that way about it. So I have kind of gotten that before.
1: I'm getting – so that last one I took a bigger sip. Yeah. Bigger gulp, if you want to say. um, To try to find more in it. And the baking spices came out a little bit more on that one. But it wasn't unpleasant.
2: No. How about cinnamon? Yeah, it's there. Any cinnamon? It's there.
1: Um, I think it's there for me. It's on the nose. Yeah. Well, so I try to do that with each one. I try to take a quick, like a little sip at first to just try to get it, not to like kind of – Really, like, explode my palate. Right. Be like, what the hell did you just do to me kind of thing. Um, and then I like to take a little bit bigger gulp later on. Yeah. Which is hard when you're doing, like, an ounce, a half ounce pour. you Right. Know? Um, but this one, you know, a little bit more. To try to bring out something different.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that one, the baking spices came out. Which includes, to me, baking spices include cinnamon.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I, I heard you guys talking... Last uh, episode about mm. browning spices. Yeah,
1: he, and, yeah. The, the, I think the the nosy the nosy bottle was called browning spice. Yeah,
2: and and if that's like if you think about any doughy, weedy, like gluteny thing being baked on a pan, that taste of where it was like a little bit browner on the bottom mm-hmm. was definitely what that made me think of, like a cornbread with a slight char around the edges. Mm-hmm. I get those kind of vanilla y notes. Corn has not been mentioned much, though. I He's- was just
1: going to say that last sip had corn on it. Okay. And I think that's what's funny is each sip, you, or at least for me,
0: I'm trying to find something. So yeah. each sip,
1: I get something different.
0: And yes. I like that about bourbons and whiskeys. And- I got the most corn on the Jim Beams. Yeah? Would,
2: yeah. Yeah. The first one, definitely. Definitely. It was yeah. very earthy, corny. Oh, yeah. I think, too, as you start to, to, to dilute your whiskey a bit, you get more of those corn notes. I also think when it's diluted down to that 90 to 100 range is where you get a lot of those cherry notes, the fruitier notes mm-hmm. in that Because spectrum. you've
1: kind of killed any sort of – any of the harsher notes. In yeah. That, and you've kind of – yeah.
2: It's hard to beat – speaking of fruity notes, Buffalo Trace's ability to, to make pronounced fruity notes. Mm-hmm. I think they do a damn good job with that. I get caramel apple every time I drink mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But
1: there's caramel and there's apple. Yes. Right there. You know what I mean? So there's a sweeter and a fruitier. So that's mm. probably why we're getting those hands down every time. Yeah. Mm. What's funny is I realized <laughs> I actually didn't take my uh, heartburn pill today. And I'm not really like feeling anything. Usually if I don't take it, I'm just like dying.
2: Yeah, it just comes right Especially
1: if we're – especially now that we're doing – I wasn't even thinking of taking it earlier because we're doing a bunch of high-proof stuff.
0: I had a feeling we are going to do a bunch of high-proof stuff. I didn't think stuff.
1: about that
0: either. <laughs> <laughs> but – um, you know, I thought about bringing my really ginger haven't... shoes with me, but I forgot. What, you what was that? I thought about bringing my ginger shoes with me just to like settle my stomach <laughs> after everything was all said and done. But um, I forgot. I didn't uh...
1: really with all of these. I mean, even though they're higher proof, maybe because we eased ourselves into it, I'm not getting any crazy hugs. Okay. Like like hug as in like I can't handle this hug. Like everything's been very like. That's uh, why smooth. we have the last two. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, which I'm excited. I saw you pour what we just were about to have, and I've been wanting to talk to you about this because I know you're a
2: fan. I am a fan. I'm not a fan of the price, but
1: well, yeah,
2: life goes on.
1: So we are having now.
2: This is Booker's. This is the 191. That's Teresa's batch. Uh, Teresa's batch is a Booker's round table selection. So that means that Fred, No and um, a, a panel come together. And choose which one's going to be the roundtable batch. So basically, it applies a lot of people's opinions instead of just him saying, "All right, this is going to be such and such." Uh-huh. Um, so it has more people weigh in. And on Booker's
1: it. is from Booker's is Beam. Beam. It's okay. the
2: the premium version. of You said no, Beam. and that made me think like, yeah. oh, Beam. Fred, no. Yep.
1: Which book is this? Booker's after like Booker no. Booker yep. no. Okay. It
2: is. It was started about well, they just came out with the 30th anniversary, so it started getting go. bottled for sale about 30 years ago. And it began as him giving out samples to people that he was friends with for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then one day he had someone tell him, why don't you bottle and sell that stuff? And he was like, well, what the hell? Why don't I bottle and sell this stuff? And people went nuts for it. So it is the original, uncut, unfiltered bourbon whiskey. What that means is that. They go through. They strain it so that there's not a bunch of bits of char in right. it. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's it. It's not touched with anything. It's it's just
1: it's not the chilled filtered or however some this of them. From do.
2: the barrel to your mouth.
1: I pretty I, damn close. Here's here's my favorite part of this entire bottle because this is a beautiful bottle. I love the label, Zach. You're gonna really enjoy this one.
0: Are we can do a little good. They give the segment? age
1: statement on this, right? Yeah. Nice. Very very specifically, <laughs> six years, three months. And one day. Oh. That's – I love that they throw the day. In. Uh-huh. Do, they, do they normally have days? They usually do
2: things like that. Yeah, I okay. say like 14 days or 20 so, days.
1: They come out with multiple – this is a batch, correct? Yes.
2: It's a small batch. So They come
1: out with multiple batches in a
2: year. Yes. Four year, four a year now. They do four them quarterly. Okay.
1: So – they name them all differently. Correct. They right? do, and
2: they're all and they all th- get
1: different colored stickers.
2: Some correct? of them. Okay. Um, the, the sticker changes oh, based me. on a couple things. The rye and the higher rye influence <laughs> ones are usually green, which makes um, sense. The ones that are are a little bit softer tend to be this like light purpley or like um, a taupe kind of tannish color. Um, there's a couple other ones. There's a gold. Gold is usually like a fuller body, chewier kind of whiskey. And then they have also added a pink, which is like a little bit of like a dried cherry. And uh, what would
1: you t- what would you give this one as?
2: I would say that that one fits into the balanced. That's a, a more balanced, a, a touch softer as far as Booker's goes. Which mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see you guys' reaction if I mm-hmm. refer to this as a softer, or mm-hmm. a softer Booker's. But it's a little bit. So it's more balanced. Mm-hmm. What I mean is, it's going to pop sharp, but it's going to stay up there. The sharpness does not take away any of the flavors, which is, Mm -hmm. that's a really fun balance. When a whiskey can do that, I find, I find that to be a big deal.
1: Now, how do they come up with the names?
2: They're based on stories about Booker No's Life, typically. Okay. So this one, Teresa, I haven't read the whole story on it, but I'd imagine that Teresa is a brand rep of some kind that he worked with. Okay. That uh, this is like a tribute to her. Mm -hmm. So I haven't read this one actually, but last year's was Kathleen's Batch and it was for Kathleen. D Mm -hmm. Benedetto, and she was the first sales rep for the Knob Creek line because about 30 years ago they came out with the premium small batch bourbon line, which had Knob Creek and Bakers and Booker's. So Bakers
1: um, and Booker's are the same, both from Beam, because
2: Baker No was one of the brothers.
1: So I feel like do they have a very similar look. The they bakers do the, and the bookers, Yeah, because I've seen it and I, I would automatically think, oh, it looks like Booker's,
2: but then it says Baker's.
1: I'm like, wait right. a minute. Is this just like someone playing off?
2: They're actually doing a Baker's single barrel now. Oh, are they? This year.
1: So it's not like some off-brand – Baker's is not some off-brand that's kind of nope. like kind of playing off of Booker's. We're kind of Booker's, but we're not. We look like it, so you might grab nope. it by accident. And like just This is brother. all the same. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's cheaper, too. It's usually like 50 bucks. Yeah. Whereas Booker's is ranging now between $55 and $100. <laughs>
1: yeah. With, God. with
2: PA. Yeah. Wow.
1: I get a lot of fruit notes on in those.
2: Excellent. Yes. Yes. And this one I have a full – I have a full review for it.
1: Well, yeah. You love – you love – That's this is –
2: I haven't put, put it you out say so sorry, Chad. Your, sorry, Bill. I <laughs> get oh, a say, very cherry note.
1: Yeah. Said, there's a lot of fruitiness on uh, fruitiness to it. Would you say Booker's is your number one?
2: I would say Booker's is my number one. And let me be clear that there are plenty of other ones that I like a lot. Right. But if I'm sitting down for a whole day and you and I are just going to be drinking and fishing or smoking cigars or you know whatever, I would rather drink Booker's. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was going to score it, sometimes it doesn't score as high as some of my other ones, partially because I know I'm a bit of a fanboy. So I'm a little bit harder on it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Booker's can – not have some of the explosiveness of like an Elijah Craig or like a George T. Stagg or like a Blanton straight from the barrel. And sometimes that simplicity, I'll ding it for being a little bit more simple than Mm -hmm. some of the others in its class. But for the most part, I think that Booker's makes a very consistent Mm -hmm. product. You're never going to be disappointed unless you hate spending money in which case stay away (laughs) from it. Yeah. Um, But you're never going to have a flavor. You're never going to be given a glass of it and be like, well, where's the rest of it? <laughs> right, it's gonna deliver everything you were hoping for in a whiskey, and then some.
1: Mm-hmm. So, being a Booker's fan boy, and we've already touched on the fact that PA keeps upping the price. Yes. When it, what is too much for you?
2: It's getting there. It's getting there.
1: Because um, right now it's what we say eighty. It's
2: eighty. So after tax, it was eighty five bucks, and. The problem is, is that something like Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is sixty-five, Stag Junior is fifty-four, yeah, um, Rare Breed is forty-six, Knob Creek is fifty, and they're all very good. So what happens as something that gets priced into this premium range around a hundred dollars is, it's not just my everyday whiskey anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to take this home and drink this bottle in a week like I might something that was only forty bucks. Yeah, and so I buy less bottles of it a year. I'll probably still get one bottle of every batch.
1: Mm-hmm. Is it quarterly they come out with It is the, quarterly, okay. yes.
2: So right now I want to say that it's March, June, September, December. Mm-hmm. That's when they'll come so out. So we're
1: coming up on June, so We're coming up on batch two. Two. Okay. Yes. We'll be coming out.
2: And all of those are on the website. They tell you what the names are going to be at the beginning of the year. They tell mm-hmm. you what the proof. They put that little sticker out so you know more right. about it. Yeah. But uh, usually the first one of the year is their round table. Where the round table gets together and decides which one is going to be. Okay. So, this one is typically a little bit more nuanced. It's a little bit more complex. But it also tends to be a touch softer. Mm -hmm. Some bookers can really come at you. Do you
1: think... Is this hard to get here?
2: Not really. No, actually. Bookers is one that is well allocated. Mm -hmm. They make roughly 30 plus thousand bottles per Mm -hmm. batch. Mm -hmm. So... It's pretty easy to get one of each bottle every year as they make about 120,000 Especially with a the
1: price going up. <laughs>
2: right. Well, and that's the thing too. It has priced itself into a range that almost protects itself, which mm-hmm. is something I've always wondered about like the BTAC. What if they made those bottles 150 or $200 instead of $100? Yeah. Would people leave them on shelves because that's already a lot of money? Mm. Now, when you could buy it for 200 and sell it for 1000 yes, people are still going to buy it. They're them. still going to buy it, yeah. <laughs> But for Booker's, it has because they make so much of it. It stayed out of that game. It doesn't really get sold on the secondary market quite the same.
1: Okay, so first impression of the of the samples that we've had tonight. That one is the, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. The harshest up front. Okay. It's not as sweet as everything else right away. It's it's it presents itself as this is a. I'm assuming this is a rye-based bourbon. It is, yeah. Okay. This presents itself Unfiltered and uncut. Yeah, (laughs) right away. Like this is – we're punching you in the face. Not in a Uh bad way, which I don't know how that can come out as not a bad way. But we're hitting you hard. But then it mellows. It's because it comes off so strong at the front. It kind of mellows out. Yeah. And again, I enjoy this. There's no crazy hug. Okay. It's not... Again, I took a small sip. This is, I've described how I do this. I took a small sip. It's not sitting with me. I'm sorry. Zach is like... <laughs> head down Zach's in head his down sweater. And he is so quiet right now. I'm sorry. I'm like getting distracted. <laughs> um, But it kind of mellows itself out because it's so up front.
2: Well, that's it. It flashes really big. Right. And from there... From there it can go a lot of different directions And that's dependent on you as a drinker What are you used to Because this is 126 proof Basically at 125.9 It is still 3% More alcohol than anything else we've had
1: Okay so now that I've had That initial sip I've kind of coated the palate Okay The finish and the hug is a little bit it's, It's starting to show up but it's not overpear- It's not overbearing. I still enjoy this with that. The nose is fantastic.
2: I actually noted that the nose on this is one of the best ones I've ever had. Absolutely. It, you could leave it sit across the room and it will like start wafting towards mm-hmm. you. <laughs> hey, Zach, what do you think?
1: You okay over there, buddy? How are you you're doing like, over there? You're just I'm, like... I'm good. Your I, mic I like- has moved. <laughs> you're like... In your sweater, like, I think we've killed
0: him. I think you've killed
1: him.
2: The water glass is low.
0: (laughs) I like it. I'm just afraid to drink it again. (laughs) But it tasted really good. And actually, I'm going to be – I'm going to disagree a little bit. I thought it tasted sweet up front. I think it's sweet. I I do. I got the cherry on the nose and then I got the cherry on the palate up front. Kind of like a cherry syrup a little bit. Okay. Um. But then at the back, I would say it has a very, very short hug, but it does like to kick you in the throat before it goes away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like – I'm. it's like a ninja. So that one did. It will jump out of the shadows, karate chop you in the throat, and then jump back in the shadows, and you'll be so thankful that it happened. So that one
1: – and I'm wondering if, if that flavor kind of hit me in the face a little bit more because we were kind of – we kind of went on a tangent shockingly. And talked about this a little bit more. So I hadn't had anything in a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it hit me. This time it didn't. It, this time it hit me on the back end, right before it went down. It just kind of like you said, just kind of kicked you right there. But then it kind of was like a very gentle hug all the way down. Nothing overbearing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like very very pleasant. I almost said mellow, not mellow, pleasant on the way down. But there is a spice there in the middle. I don't think it's the alcohol. I think I'm, I'm being correct <sighs> when I say the spice here. Okay. You know what's funny is I go back and I listen to these episodes when I'm editing them. And I forget things I said. Like I'm like in i de- – <laughs> I'm like, I'm out, like an out-of-body experience kind of thing. Like I like listen back and I was like, I said that. Right?
0: <laughs> I get that kind of peppery spice on the end from the rye. But mm-hmm. it is very mm-hmm. sweet to me up front. The middle, it just kind of – like the middle kind of feels like it transitions from the cherry to the pepper. Okay. I agree with that. And then again, the back of the throat is when I start coughing. But (laughs) I don't know how to – it's like John said. It sounds terrible to say this punches you in the throat because nobody wants to be punched in the throat. But if there's ever a good way to say something punches you in the throat, it would be this. Mm -hmm. Because I do like this. I just don't know if I could drink – Four or five hundred plus proofs before drinking this next time.
1: The uh the bourbon makes me burpee shirt is definitely coming out today. I've like I've had to back up from the mic like multiple times with this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're dying over there. Yeah, and I thought
1: pancakes. I I made you pancakes. I figured that would that would no, set I'm, you up.
0: No, I'm feeling. I'm not feeling too drunk. I'm just because I'm feeling really like. I wasn't hired. sure what Bobby was going to bring, <laughs>
1: but I expected something along like these this lines.
0: Is, <laughs> this is pants down in bed. <laughs> Skip the next Netflix.
1: Go Screw right to Netflix.
0: Bed. You know, if you put on Netflix, be ready to sleep through whatever you just put on because
1: holy shit! I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling everything we had at this point.
0: Whew. Pardon me.
1: So there's a little bit of like a, you know, yeah, I'm I'm always curious when I watch movies and shows now, and someone has a scotch or a whiskey or something. I always watch their face when they drink it, right? Because you can tell whether they've had whiskey or not. Because obviously it's not. It's right. obviously it's just like colored water or sometimes or apple, apple juice. juice. Yeah, exactly. But you watch their face when they're drinking it, and you know you kind of get that little like. I, it's it's hard to do on a podcast, but like. Your face kind of cringes a little bit, right. From it, not, face, like face, not in a bad beer, way. But. Your face puckers. Your face puckers, and I got that on this last one. But again, I don't. Do you ever? Feel I do hate it
2: when the the high proof hits your palate, and it almost sucks all the moisture out of your mouth. Yes, and it like that's where the tartness comes from. as yes. it drains your mouth mm-hmm. of moisture. Mm-hmm. That's so. You talked about fruit notes um i started mine off with the nose being a sharp toffee and sweet red fruit gummies before leading into blasts of molasses accented by a boozy nuttiness with buttery cinnamon bread bit of clove and herbal tea and charred oaky notes with vanilla and a little bit of citrus i thought the nose was excellent the nose yeah. was something very special for me
0: this was my favorite nose of the night
2: okay absolutely this was the top nose
0: um I think it was my favorite, too, because it was the most different from anything else I smelled.
1: Mm.
0: Everything else that I smelled could kind of live within the same family. Well,
1: I mean, first off, smelled. the first three we tied were the same family. Right.
2: Technically, and this is this just is their the dad. This is the same family.
1: Yeah. But how it's weird because I, if you would have had us do this after the single barrel, not mm-hmm. Creek, I would not have. If I did – if this was blind, I right. would not have picked this to be the same family because everything is different. Yes. And that's crazy. I mean just think about it. Like Beam does all the same mash bill. Yes. So this is technically yes. – correct. this is the same mash the bill same in the exact first three bill. things we had. But everything same is different. Oh. And that's in – that's so crazy to me. So let me ask you this uh, about the process. Okay. That they do that beam goes through. Do they have a specific warehouse that they say this is gonna be Booker's or do they go off of taste alone?
2: In this instance, they do kind of have a specific area. They usually pick these to blend, because it is a small batch.
1: True. Okay. So
2: they pick them from the center of the warehouse. Because the center of the warehouse has the most consistent temperature. So Makes the sense. barrels keep a similar profile. But when you blend the barrels together, you get some of these crazier notes mm-hmm. because now I'm taking this single barrel that was very caramel and vanilla, and I'm taking this single barrel that was very cherry, mm-hmm. and now I'm putting them together. So now you're going to get like a cherry, caramel, vanilla note. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes small batch special. And sometimes I think we're too crazed about single barrels, like single barrel everything, rah, rah, rah. Well, small batch is an interesting art.
1: Well, I mean, small. I mean, small batch is literally single barrels thrown together. Right. So, if you enjoy this single barrel and this single barrel, why the hell wouldn't you? Sh- wouldn't you enjoy it together?
0: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't and, don't deny yourself that experience just because yeah. it's ooh, it's just because it says small batch single
2: barrel. Right. I think you hear and, that. And enough.
1: like a lot of things in in the non whiskey nerd world, small batch gets a gets a bad
2: rap. Mm hmm.
1: Because people. Just say, oh, it's just a batch. They just, whatever.
2: They just threw it together. But,
1: right. I mean, this is a perfect example of, no, they did not just throw this together. They really thought about this and said, I want this one, this one, mm-hmm. and this one. Because this is going to be a perfect Booker's Yes, first, you know, 19-1. You know what I
2: mean? And that's, uh, when Fred goes through, because Booker has obviously passed on. Now, one thing that Fred tries to do is that Booker should always have... Vanilla and caramel—that's mm. what he's looking for. So he tries to always make sure that those notes are present when making a Booker's. Mm-hmm. So that's one consistent profile that that does happen across the Booker's world.
1: I, like I said, I I know this is Beam,
2: mm-hmm. but I wouldn't know that this is Beam. Nope.
1: If we, if you blinded us and all this, like Aaron and yeah. and Scott had,
2: wouldn't have guessed that this was this was. Right, and that is the power of Booker's. I think Knob Creek Single Barrel, because it's better priced, more accessible, I think it it normally gets treated very well. Whereas Booker's, it's like, oh, it's so expensive. There is a reason. Even the best store pick Knob Creek's I've had, when you try it next to Booker's, you're like, well, why is this better? It's younger. Mm -hmm. It's spicy. Why? Why? What is it? But it's complex. Mm. And if you value that depth and complexity, then it's tough to beat.
1: But Bobby's more more equipped for yeah.
2: these than we are. Well, that's. I was actually talking to Zach when you stepped out with the dog. Yeah. About how much you drink, and and the tricky part is, is that when you drink a lot, you're you're fine for you, but you're not legally fine. And, and right. understanding that and being aware and and knowing what you're dealing with when, in the amount of alcohol too, um, I think we're usually safe because we're connoisseurs. And right. we never sit down and I'm never like, you know what, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to get hammered tonight. Mm-hmm. If I get hammered, so be it. Yes. <laughs> That's but, a t-shirt.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, there you can say that for like when you're going out like
2: Mhm. Well, it's for some people. Some people knew they were getting hammered the whole time. Some, <laughs> some right. people are like tonight
0: I'm going to go out and make mistakes.
2: Right. And and gonna when I go on, dad tan.
1: Like when I go out and I want to nice get hammered, I'm going to go for Higher percentage, whatever, whether that be uh-huh. beer or or, alcohol, or or liquor or bourbon or whatever. If I'm just going out, just in, then I'm going to have my makers and ginger I'm going to have my Miller Light or yin. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a completely different like mindset. You know, if you're if you want to get honestly, I think the best times I've gotten drunk is when I didn't
2: when I wasn't on the it. plan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get like. The the bourbon, cigars, and diaper party we yeah, had here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, My plan was to get completely smashed between whiskey and cigars. Uh-huh. I was just planning on just being able to pass out on the couch and not have to worry about a thing. It didn't happen. Yeah. I still had a lot of fun. Right. Like, I don't need to get hammered to have fun. No. I still had a lot of fun. Right. But I was stone cold sober the entire night. Right. But then there's other times, like, right now, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that I'm just like, what's – I mean – I knew we were going to have a good time, but I'm feeling it, a, especially after I got up to let the dog out, I'm feeling it a lot more.
2: <laughs> yeah, standing up can be a big change. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm flying away. Uh, let's just put it this way. I'm glad that Rachel is here to take you home or wherever you end up going. I am. Please don't kill too. yourself with axes.
0: I shan't, my friend. I shan't. I, I have a had... if you're
1: doing the tournament thing, you're going to probably get knocked out the first time because <laughs> you're going to miss.
0: Well, it's like the first and last time I got brown out drunk—not quite blackout, but oh
1: brown
2: out. Oh I'm not God. familiar with this brown out term. Please brownie out. Embellish. Brown- it's when you shit yourself. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> brown out is not so much when you shit yourself. It's when you remember everything up until you passed out. Whereas, opposed to blackout drunk, is you don't remember very much of the east so i would Ooh, okay. i would title so, it as grayed out so okay brown
1: out is when you you black out so much that you shit yourself okay i've never browned <laughs> out i've grayed out like, like like Tormund in in uh what episode was that of, of of when he was like now which one of you coward shit in my
0: pants like <laughs> no but uh i was at it was i was my senior year i was at theta chi it was like the last party. Not even party. It was like the last night I really had to just go have fun. And I had actually up until that point never really been crazy drunk at school, believe it or not. Um, Probably because I was always like freaking risk manager or taking care of somebody else. But um, I had like a half a thing of Captain left that I just filled to the top with Coke and I drank the whole thing in like an hour. After I did shots of ginger brandy chased with homemade red wine. So... um, then I went down to the basement and proceeded to play darts. Now, in my defense, I was consistent. Off the board. Three feet to the right. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it in that spot every time. I'm actually time.
1: shocked it took us this long to get a, a a college story going with all three of us together at one point.
0: Yeah.
2: That's I remember so many of the officers happened to not drink during party nights. And all I ever thought was, I'm so happy I'm not an officer.
1: Listen, they, didn't <sighs> ju- they did not They didn't drink. Okay. You know how many times Jer- when Jer was OIC oh, and he came now? down to my room and did a line of shots of whatever weird concoction I made? I knew I always <laughs> loved him. <laughs> so you're talking about blackout drunk. Anytime I think blackout drunk. There's one story that always comes to mind, and it wasn't even me. It was Wobbles. Oh, evil <laughs> Wobble. Wobbles drank an entire bottle of Seagram 7 oh, no. before 10 o'clock. Passed out. That's This was senior year, so he was my roommate Dude, at this the point. The mixer's not even over. <laughs> yes, the mixer didn't even start. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he passed out on the couch. And every half hour, we had to go over and slap him on the face.
2: To make sure he was not dead. To make sure he
1: wasn't dead. He's just like, he's smacking me like, what? All right, you're alive. Oh, okay. All right, go back to
2: sleep. (laughs) That makes me think of a story with Corey and Gary. Oh, God. When Corey was trying to be in the top five, we were all big drinkers. Mm-hmm. I can be in the top five. Look, man, you only weigh like 130 pounds. We're all like 200 plus. So you should probably like think about that in the general understanding. Yeah. You are going to be a doctor, right? You understand how this works. And he got <laughs> so drunk that Gary was hammered. He drank two bottles of Pinnacle, back when Pinnacle oh, was really cheap bleh. vodka. He <coughs> drank two bottles of it and said, I'm doing wait, a body wait, shot.
1: Wait, wait. I have two bottles of vinegar. <laughs> yeah, like that. Just like that. Lemon. Oh. I'm sorry. Citrus. Sounds and painful. And imitation. Imi-
2: imitation. <laughs> that word <laughs> that I can't say. Pumpkin pie flavored rocket. Ah, Yeah. So Gary drank two of those bottles and then picked Corey's little ass up and put him down on the table and started doing body shots off of him.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: And Corey yelled and yelled and passed out about being in the top five that night. Yeah. That was the night Corey Mathias almost died.
1: Oh, the night that anyone almost died was the triple pinning night. Oh, when Lord I pinned mercy. Lisa, Drew pinned Stacy, and uh, Colwell pinned yeah. whoever hell he was dating. And the funny part is, is Lisa and I are the only ones to still come out of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had a pinning. Didn't yeah, work you out. Did.
0: <laughs> I think you guys are the only ones who, to I break a, the pinning curse. I have a fun story about Bobby, but we're going to do that off air. That night... Was that our, was that your junior year that you pinned? Lisa? Yes, because because Caldwell was a senior. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I remember that night because I was. It was. Um, I was risk manager at that point. Thanks, Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uh, was the Tower of Booze night, and <laughs> that was the Tower of Booze. Wasn't that also the night when we? No, no, no. I do remember that night because I remember just being a lot of fights. Yeah. Um, well, that's
1: because. Drew and I pitched in, and we bought beer, beast for everyone. And then Caldwell stepped it up a notch. And was that when he did the Long Island? Bought eleven gallons of
0: booze to make Long Island. That was when Nick was back in town. Okay, and he had three of them, tall ones. So he got lucky cuz
1: most everybody only got one. So what uh, we filled two 5-gallon Gatorade jugs full of everything I, that goes into Long Island minus the Coke. Okay. Not not <clears throat> Coke, like Coca-Cola. Yes. Right? That was We're a not, different fraternity yeah. that did that. <laughs> no, that was a sorority, but um, so like literally we had bottles of Coca-Cola next to the gallons because it was just clear liquid that g- <laughs> That's the night everyone died.
2: I have a good story about Long Islands, too, because uh, Gary and Joe and I were down. Yeah. And it was Jason Mitchell and Buddy. Oh, God. And they had Long Islands, and they were very nice about it. You know, normally in college when people have drinks, it's like, leave my shit the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. It's mine. I got mm-hmm. it for me and my friends. Mm-hmm. No, they gave us a couple, and we drank two Long Islands, and I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning on my floor in my room with shattered glass all around me. <laughs> And I look, and everybody else is sleeping on the couches, and I'm like, what happened? We only had like two of them. And that's just how strong Long Islands are. Mm-hmm. When you're not ready for it, they mm-hmm. will blast you.
1: Yep. Yep. Just like high proof bourbon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: we're back. Okay, so let's bring Full it back. Circle.
2: So, what are we. So is that we what we're one, doing? No. This is the highest proof that I brought oh, today. Oh, no. <laughs> At clocking in. At 135.2. Fudge. 12 years old. This is Elijah Craig's small batch barrel-proof whiskey. And this it's, is A119? This is A119. Mm-hmm. This is the most recent batch that I've been able to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. The the B might be out, but I haven't seen it yet. I haven't heard about it yet, mm-hmm. so I, I'm going to think that it's probably is not Is it hard out. to get the bar- like these ones? Sometimes. Um, in it's, PA, at least. In PA, it can be. It's a good thing to pay attention to because once they're out— After you drink this, you will see not many people are – this is not going to be their go-to.
1: Right. So I had um, last year at Southern Whiskey Society in Nashville – or excuse me, in Franklin. I had – they – during the VIP hour, they had one of the the barrel proofs. Okay, And it was one of the Bs. 219.
2: Does that make sense? No. It would have been either a B518 – or a B517?
1: It was definitely one of the B's.
2: Okay. I believe. 517 was Whiskey of the Year. So I wonder if they would have promoted that. So this was that. August of last year. So it probably would have been the 518.
1: So, okay. And I was not a fan. Okay. I haven't tried a, this yes. one yet. I was not a fan. But I also think my judgment was skewed. Okay. Because they also have, at Southern Whiskey Society, they also have food. Yes. That you can try. And we had tried like some spicy like Thai That's meatball. Yes. So our palates were already like – They were scor- soft. Yeah. They were already like, just like beaten up. And uh-huh. then we had this one and I was like, I am not a fan. But I still had it because it was the VIP hour and you got special. Like that one was only available for right. the first hour. So I had it because it did. But I think I messed up by having that spicy meatball. Okay. That's the of meatball. Yes. I just did this. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> last weekend I was hanging out and my wife said, let's get Pad Thai. And oh. I had got an 8 out of 10 was the spiciest I went. And I was like, that was pretty spicy, but I would kind of like to see what the 10 out of 10 is. Mm-hmm. We had been at the casino. I was smoking cigars. I was drinking Booker's. I was drinking Elijah Craig. And then I got this food and I went to try it. And I had one bite of the meat. And there was like pepper kernels in there like the Mm -hmm. seeds yeah and i took one bite and it like melted my mouth (laughs) i you know i was like i cannot take this so i stopped i drank water for the next 10 to 15 minutes before my mouth calmed back down (laughs) i took one more bite and was scorched and i was like i i don't know i don't know if i can make it maybe i made a wrong choice here maybe this is too hot Mm -hmm. So about 30, 45 minutes later, when my mouth had finally calmed back down, I was able to eat it. But when you beat up your palate and then you throw something really spicy like that on top of it, Mm -hmm. it's bad news. I think
1: that's what I did and I think that's why I didn't enjoy whichever batch. I'm pretty sure it was a B. I could be completely wrong. But whatever batch I had, I did not enjoy it. And I think that's that's why because I had that like so, tie like meatball.
2: Before we go too deep into this, mm-hmm. I have a story which is funny because I always I subject my parents to this stuff, and my mom's not a drinker at all. So she every time is just like my God, it just tastes terrible. I can I don't understand why you would ever want this. So it's it's like, my dad. I, I get it, mom. I get it, but my dad is a drinker and sometimes verges on an alcoholic. Depends on the day, <laughs> and so he's always drank a lot. And I started in, and I showed him a rum. I hated this rum. It was 121 proof Jamaican rum, nine years old. Didn't care for it. It was, like, pineapple-y and, like, tropical and just not what I want. I want an oakier flavor. He liked it. I was like, okay, we'll try this. It was Heaven Hill bottled in Bond, which you guys had just recently got to try. It's great. Too bad you can never have it again. yeah. (laughs) And he's like, this is really good. It's really smooth. I like it. There's almost like a crisp apple note in there. I was like, yeah, okay, good. So this is something that I really like. And I handed him a bottle of Elijah Craig, poured it in the glass, and I was like, so tell me what you think about this. You should be getting some pretty deep toffee, some, like, melty caramel and vanilla. And he takes one drink, and he looks back at me with these evil eyes. (laughs) And he's just like, I get that it hates me, and that it wants to kill all of my taste buds. (laughs) And this is a man that drinks his vodka neat. This is a guy who's been around beer for 20 years. Mm -hmm. This is – and I – I saw this look in his eyes, this look of absolute pain, where he's just like, why did you do this to me? (laughs) So, it'll be interesting to see how you guys feel as we kick it up into the 130s.
1: Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Zach has pushed his mic away, and it's just, (laughs) I think he's done. I think Bobby, literally, Bobby, you killed him. You killed him.
2: He looks so awake, though. (laughs)
1: It's like zombie awake, like he's there, but he's not there. His eyes are
2: dilated
1: like <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Rachel was here. Sir Gregor
2: <laughs> walled over there in zombie oh, mode. God, yeah <sighs>
1: Let's do is So the nose is very much like a peppery. Sweet- I mean, I enjoyed the Booker's <sighs> nose so well that this is this just
2: nose kinda, is meh. a bit more fiery. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I still get a little sweetness off of it.
2: I still get a bit of but- maltiness. Uh, I like the toffee. There's almost, if you really can take it, like a deep coffee note in there.
0: Okay. You know what, though, I'm starting to get to the point where, like, this has been so high proof, and I've had so much that I couldn't give a flying squirrel what I smell. Anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is where the sound bites. Let's go to like.
2: the
0: sensations.
1: So, Zach, here's what we're going to do. While well, Bobby and I taste this and you kind of taste this, I want you to turn on the bottles around that he gave us that uh-huh. we've tried, right? Uh-huh. And I want you to pick – I want you to rank your top three bottles based on how we do the gorgeous segment while we try gorgeous. this. Gorgeous. Well, while we try, try this. i try it with you. This I know you will, but I want you to do Musketeers that Three Musketeers right here. Screw D'Artagnan. <laughs> <laughs> Offer one, one for – all the proof
0: until it comes to <laughs> getting to the toilet first in which case screw all y'all
1: well okay and the toilet's right there so you know I cleaned it this time I know <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
2: oh wow it's trying to kill your taste buds huh oh
1: my god that hits you. I'm not even close to the mic at this point.
0: (sighs) How is it possible to feel hot and cold at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) I see why you ended on this.
2: Yep. I knew that it was going to be hard to jump up after this. Oh, Jesus.
0: My taste buds are fine, but I think I might just (laughs) rip my throat out.
2: (laughs) So I thought I just didn't like that
1: specific batch. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, Aaron, I take it back. You're not Loki. You're not Loki. I think Bobby might be.
2: This is not a mirage. This shit's all real. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I'm not a trickster.
0: Bobby is America's ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen. I shouldn't be surprised. I expected this. Like if, if Bobby You expected was, hell on a glass? No, I expected that if Bobby brought us samples, he was going to bring his A-game.
2: I I did. And I tried to bring the fire.
0: When you said you... Yes,
1: you did.
2: Yeah, but you didn't tell me that you f-
0: literally <laughs> figured out how to liquefy and bottle fire.
2: Uh, <laughs> I didn't, but Elijah Craig and... Heaven so no there's what is okay.
0: wrong with you people
1: now that I've tried this before and I've gone back to, to nosing it there's cinnamon
2: okay on the nose and fire in your mouth yeah oh Jesus makes me wish I would have had a batch of stag junior for you guys day would have been over
1: now we had that last week
2: did you how'd you feel
1: I enjoyed it
0: okay well fine
2: okay all right <laughs> second
1: sip that's not as bad. But again, we went on tangents, and I hadn't had anything. But this one has had the only hug of the entire night for me. And it doesn't – it starts in the middle and works its way down
0: for me.
2: It's always important, too, for me, like someone that drinks a lot of this, to get the opinions of people that drink less of it. Because (laughs) you see see that come across as like a general opinion that, oh, wow, this is so strong –
1: what was the proof no. on this one?
2: This is 135.2. <sighs> so this
1: was the highest we've had of the, the entire highest. night.
2: So By I'm glad we're 10.
1: ending on this one.
2: 5% higher than everything.
1: I don't know how much I'm going to be able to cut out of this one. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
2: It's okay. Good. We will use it as the lead-in to Zach's funeral. Yeah,
1: pretty
0: much. When they're looking for cause of death, just play this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't need a don't need a note. This is just this is it.
2: This All is was note. well. Oh,
0: getting pepper with notes of death. <laughs> Whew.
2: death sauce. I'm
0: breathing like a fat guy who just ate a pizza and then ran a like, hey, 10k.
1: <laughs> it ran a 10k. Which you mean, fat you guys are running 10k? Five steps.
0: <laughs> Ones that want to kill themselves apparently, <laughs> which is kind of what I want to do right now.
1: So I thought it was the I thought it was the Thai meatballs I had. It was not. This is just how this tastes. So of the VIP hour last year of Southern Whiskey Society, there was only two I, I wasn't a fan of. was the Elijah Craig, which I attributed to the, the meatball. Okay. And the Kentucky Owl Rye.
2: Oh, was it batch one?
1: No, it wasn't. Whatever. Batch two? Been, whatever it was last year,
2: too, yeah. Because huh. batch one was pretty good. It's just well, expensive.
1: apparently three like, like smashes the other two mm. to bits apparently i mean i'm 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 going to southern whiskey society i'm i think i am i have a ticket but money um because flight i hate that flights to nashville are so expensive yeah i should say flights back to pittsburgh are expensive flights to nashville are cheap back is what's killing me and i'm pretty sure whatever the new batch is going to be three is going to be there And I'm excited to try it, because apparently it's going to smash the other two to bits. But I wasn't a fan of two. It was just too much rye for me. Yeah. But back to this one.
0: I've picked my three gorgeous. between gasps for
2: air. (laughs) Don't give it too much air. That'll start a larger fire.
0: As much of a dick Mm. as this may have been, Elijah Craig does have a nice bottle.
1: Mm.
0: I like how it's clean, but classic. I love the little etching of the Elijah Craig signature in the Mm -hmm. top of the um, cork Mm -hmm. on the wood. I think it's so classy that they use wood um, for the cork. It just gives it a small batch artisan feel. Which their bottles don't
1: really... I mean, here, I'll give you a regular small batch.
2: Yeah, they're not... I don't think they're They don't really
1: vary outside of the bottom. Like, this one has like the... The father of bourbon, Elijah Craig, ninety-four proof, like mm-hmm. whatever. But that that sticker on the bottom is different for the for the barrel proof, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just, that's really the only. difference. I just like Elijah Craig's bottles. I like how clean and simple they are. It feels like it has heritage. No fuss, no muss. They're not hiding behind marketing or a pretty face. They're mm-hmm. just clean, and it's about the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still get that heritage, and I appreciate yeah. the little detail of having um, seventeen eighty nine. Um, imprinted in the glass. Yeah, I like that. This
1: is the first one where I've tasted the proof, and I don't know if it's because the last of the. How many did you bring us? Six. Yeah. Well, we well, we had seven. Well, we had seven because we had the little guy. Of the seven you brought us, this this one is the only one that I've tasted the proof on. And I don't know if it's because it's last or because it's one hundred and thirty. Well, it's points. odd
2: that you would taste it for the last one. I thought I'd kind of walked you guys up the ladder a little bit here, but.
1: Yeah, man, I'm also <laughs> feeling pretty good. I'm feeling no pain at this point. So You walked us up the ladder for
0: the first six. No doubt. That worked. <laughs> and then, you, and then, yeah. kicked the <laughs> and then you threw me into under. a rocket and shot me to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm glad. How do you like it up there? How's the view?
0: Oh, it's cold. And hot. But warm. <laughs> Number two on the gorgeous... Booker's, Um, it feels like this would be a small batch. I like the handwritten. It feels like something that was done by the distiller. This was his project. He put himself into it. He just wanted to write about it. And I just love the little grungy yet kind of that kind of country feel to the font of the name Booker's. It's old school but printed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also am a huge fan of the little label that they put on here that has the age and uh, mm-hmm. proof and uh, who they who they name the batch for on here. I think it's a great little label. I think it's really pretty, um, and I love the wax. I love the Booker's uh, seal in the wax and how the ribbon comes down out of the way it's just a nice little touch it makes it feel premium so it feels like exactly what it is premium small batch i think it communicates that very well um third favorite gorgeous would be old extra seven years old what? old what is that ezra ezra Ezra. how many (laughs) have i had (laughs) seven Seven. no that's in dog years (laughs) so you've had uh two in no in human years i've had like 49 (laughs) oh never mind i'm sorry
1: yes um, well, I thought... Never mind. I'm not going to get
0: that. I'm old Ezra, right not Extra. I've just had Extra to drink. <laughs> uh, I like this one because this just feels like what you would think of when you look at a bourbon bottle, I think. The old font, the, the it kind of looks a little etched. Um, it feels very classic. It kind of reminds me of what um, you might see on labels uh, in old-timey apothecaries a little bit. Mm-hmm. I uh, like
2: the... The, late, the fact that the bottle has those mm-hmm. That it's actually like cut into the bottle Or added onto the bottle yeah. I don't know how they do that
0: I think it's beautiful Again, I love the wood
2: on mm-hmm. the cork That just feels premium to me So um, funny story that That is actually glued together the cork? I was sitting out in the sun Last week And it was so hot That I went to open that bottle And the top pulled right off of that cork Oh no! And then I put it back on and took it inside and after it had some time to cool it did it it's obviously stuck back together really well. Yes. Goodness gracious. But it was so hot out that I thought, well, how do people that live in much warmer climates deal with this? Cuz I, I mean, here in Pittsburgh, it's not exactly that warm in that.
0: No, this isn't really
2: the tropics up here. No. No.
0: But I love the bottle. Um I like the gold. You also don't see green used too often in labels when it comes to whiskey, so I think that's a nice little touch. Um, yeah, I just I think it's a really attractive layout. It's a little bit more complex and complicated than the other ones, but I think that you know th- that has its place. So it just it, it feels very heritage, feels very old school. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I uh, pulled this bottle right out of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So and I like it. I like it. And I agree with you, Bobby. I love this Lux Row Distillers that they have etched into the glass and how. Clearly, they have it etched into the glass. It's very crisp. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So, so old Ezra, or Extra, if you've had 45 bourbons. <laughs> Booker's and Elijah Craig are my top three gorgeouses of the evening, but I did enjoy all of the bottles. I do have to give honorary mention to, to Wild Turkey. Um, love the pencil sketch of the turkey. Very beautiful illustration.
1: They're they're like the the... Master's Keep and the Rare Breed. I really enjoy the look of – does the Rare Breed – that that doesn't come in a box because master Keeps coming in a box. Master's
2: Keep comes in a box. I think it's the only boxed one that they do. Uh. This year's is actually going to be a Rye. Really? So that will be something interesting for you guys to find out about. I would bet money that Scott will get it. Scott's a pretty big turkey guy, so I could see him getting that. Maybe Aaron because Aaron just kind of gets everything. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think Wild Turkey might have been my favorite tonight. Oh. I see. I like the Booker's. I liked the Booker's, but Wild Turkey was just an easier drinking experience for Mm -hmm.
2: me. I -hmm. think that Wild Turkey would be my third and Booker's would be my first. And I'd probably squeeze the the Elijah Craig in the middle just because I like (laughs) like the fire. I mean, I I want my whiskey to fight back. I'm not sure
1: if it's the proof or if it's the fact that it's the last one of seven that I'm just like. Like, this is the first one I've tasted everything. Tasted the spice, tasted the proof, tasted the hug, like, everything. It does have
0: a nice hug. Mm -hmm. We introduced Bobby as an admin. And a bourbon specialist. And bourbon specialist for Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends and the whiskey enthusiasts. What we failed to mention is Bobby is also a masochist. (laughs) (laughs) And that would have been really important to know. Going into this. Cause I would have brought band-aids, <clears throat> like to bring a little for pain. my mouth. <laughs> but I have genuinely like, except for when the Elijah Craig came in with a Mack truck and decided to run me over. Yeah. Even then, it was better than
2: the twenty-two.
0: Everything is better than twenty-two for you. I would sooner eat dog shit. Yeah.
2: Is that, is that an acquired taste?
0: <laughs> dog shit. Yeah, but less so than the twenty-two.
2: Ah. Ha! I still don't quite know how
0: you liked it, John. You liked
1: that? I did. I don't know. I just remember specifically, I just looked at it and I was like, you know what? This is exactly what I expected. And I think that's why maybe I liked it. Yeah.
0: It was better on the second sip, the Elijah Craig.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think once you get like the dump truck hit in your face, uh, like... Now, no, the bag it...
0: was terrible on every sip. But the Elijah oh, Craig was, was, oh, yeah, yeah. was better on the second. I still <laughs> couldn't just drink like... Two ounces of that because, I, let me rephrase. I could, over the course of like four hours. No, oh, get it away. Wait, let me. See. Oh gosh, you don't. <laughs> you don't need to get close. Yeah. Oh, it's like black tar mixed with Sharpie mixed with like nasty ass butt scooter
1: plastic. Okay, now you're getting in the balcones brimstone. You want to smell balcones? I got that
0: over here, John. We started today as friends. I'd like to end today as <laughs> friends.
2: So what you mean is, is that I should have brought some peated scotch for Oh, you. totes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now you are starting to become a fan of Octomore, correct? I
2: love Octomore. Yeah. yeah. Octomore is, um, it's aged in first fill oak casks. So it grabs some of the sweetness, much like mm. bourbon. Um, <gasps> when a lot of scotch is finished in, in oak barrels that have already been used, yeah. So I think that it kind of gathers up that smoky, campfire note. Mm-hmm. Whereas Octomore pops bright and fresh and crisp and still peaty. But at the same time, I think it blends together in a way that makes some of the fruits pop out. That makes some of the sweetness pop out. And for me, it's the sweetness. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like most of the really peaty scotches. Because it's just hitting you with that fire. That Like, when I originally t- tried to describe it to my friends... That were more into whiskey that I just didn't like scotch. I said, it's like you took an ashtray that you'd been ashing cigarettes in. And then you pounded some potting soil into it. And then you dumped on some rubbing alcohol. And then you had me lick it. That's what I get when I taste a really smoky scotch. (laughs) Like, this is so vegetal and so smoky and so... Why? why
0: i think that might be my favorite description this is just so why
2: (laughs) you you have to be a special kind of person i still argue and i know many of my scotch friends will disagree that you like it because you like to be different and you love that so many people don't like it it's like someone that really likes the hipsters of
0: the bourbon of the whiskey drinkers yeah I liked scotch before it was cold.
2: I only eat my ghost pepper chili sauce on my fries. Like, okay, look, man, you could probably have been okay with some jalapenos. You
0: mean to tell me you don't like Carolina Reapers?
2: Right. Like, I want to taste my peppers. <laughs> I don't want them to, like, be me. Yeah.
0: See, with the Elijah Craig, at least after it runs you over, it comes back to check and see if you're okay. <laughs>
2: That's an excellent description. It does cause I mean there is some sweetness in there. Yeah, I think yeah. that it, it has some very pronounced nice flavors. Yeah. But that proof, even at twelve years, it is not reined in. Mm-hmm. It is not it is not softened. It's not um a, a good term that Alex and I have been using. When a whiskey is softer than you expected, it's polite. It's a polite whiskey. I like that. Elijah Craig didn't ask your name first. It just attacked you.
0: <laughs> just came to the party, pal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And in some ways, I really appreciate that. It has a place. It does. You're never going to drink so much that Elijah Craig doesn't do that to you, though. I will also tell you that. Never never do I like go away from it and come back and I'm like, wow, this is like, so soft and gentle. No, never. Never does that. It will always attack.
1: Well, Bobby, I know we joke, but thank you very much for yeah, coming on the show. Yeah, so um, this was seriously so This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. The lightning, it was enlightening. Uh, it was fun to hear how you are able to come up with the the amazing, intense tasting notes that you can come up with, you know, it you're Thank not you. making it up. You're literally right. not. No. Um and Bobby's it, a tasting wizard. Yes. And he is. we'll have you on multiple times to help us guide to help guide us oh yeah we definitely want to, as to as we find on.
2: some new things we should come together and have first experiences yeah and kind of talk about it. that's fun. fine it'd be a lot of fun that'd be fun
1: absolutely especially with our newfound partnership with pittsburgh whiskey friends right um official partnership i mean we've always been a like fan, them on but, facebook but, yeah. instagram yeah. i'd say i'd Twitter. love to
2: get us all together here but we did three hours on our own so if you blend those guys in here too we've we been doing a full work day. listen
1: if we get all of us together we're sleeping after over. we have alex <laughs> on the show, <laughs> um, It's going to be probably three months worth of shows, or we're just going to have to start doing every week at that point. (laughs) I'm going to have enough, we'll have enough content to do every week for, still for three months, probably. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Because we'll just, you know, it'll be, it'll be a good time. And we will also never have been more drunk in our entire lives. (laughs) No, our wives will definitely, if it's not here,
1: our wives will definitely have to drive us home. Yeah. We'll have to ship the children off to the in-laws and... Mm -hmm yeah like a big bourbon conglomerate of amazingness or the something fourth
2: of jurai <gasps> oh, son
1: of a... we can do you know what we can do the uh the battle of the rise of the fourth of jurai <sighs> there you go son of a nutcracker all right bobby again thank you very much we Cheers, really appreciate it having me i know we joked about this last one being like intense but we really appreciate you bringing bottles oh. for us we appreciate you uh, sharing your knowledge with us. Absolutely,
0: Zach, did you have something? I'm sorry. We forgot to rate all of these.
1: I mean, they're Dude, all pretty we... much a hassock I mean, the everything's the...
0: a hassock except for the Elijah Craig from here to downtown. Yeah,
1: yeah. Zach, you have any final notes or final thoughts for the for our listeners
0: or for Bobby before we we head out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's been cool. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun.
1: <clears throat> so, Bobby, where can anyone find you uh, uh, on the social medias?
2: Well, you can always find me on the WBSE or the Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends, mm-hmm. um, and my personal Facebook account is for Bobby Long. Mm-hmm. Just nothing as simple fancy. As it sounds yeah. Yeah, I uh, I'm pretty good about interacting with almost anybody that that gives me the time of day. Mm-hmm. So, if uh, you had questions or comments or. You just wanted to harass me about something that you think is total bullshit. (laughs) I will usually engage in that. So you could do that on a random Tuesday afternoon and I'll probably (laughs) respond within the next half an hour so.
1: So if you're not a, a a member of the WBSE, you should you should join.
2: You should join up. Um, I will say that there's a lot of shenanigans, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of incredible knowledge and a lot. Of, it's great to keep track of the prices across the whole country. I agree, and that's one thing that that being friends with thirty thousand other people does mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that they keep you enlightened about what's going on yeah. in California or Washington State or Colorado or Florida mm-hmm. or. You meet friends that live right by Maker's Mark, and they're going to go out and grab a special edition for you. Make mm-hmm. friends. Drink with friends. Don't be afraid to open your good stuff. That's what this is all about. And I think uh, there's plenty of people that embrace that, but there's plenty of people out there still buying up our bottles and then selling them for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times mm-hmm. more than they're worth. Uh, and I, I think that we should all practice lifting the veil on whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, let everybody try things. Enjoy it with friends. I think that's a big part.
1: Absolutely. And that's that's well the biggest said. thing. That we've taken away from Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends is mm. that this is exactly what it's for. It's for to share mm. right with everyone. Um, don't is- hoard it. Yeah. Open everything you have and enjoy a glass with someone because you don't know what it's going to lead to. I didn't realize that when I brought that 14-year single-barrel pick to mm. your house that we were going to lead to what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, you know, So enjoy it. Whiskey is a community drink. Mm-hmm. And it's a great community to be a part of. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, make sure to check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TD Yinzers or Those Dream Yinzers. Either way, you'll get you'll, you'll find us. Check out PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org. You'll find everything you need to know about the group and about us as well on there, all of our social media sites, all of their social media sites. If you want to support the show, one way to do it is patreon.com slash, I don't know if it's slash those dream managers, but if you go to patreon.com and, and look at, it, search for those dream managers, you can find us. Also, you can find us on our on the website as well, org. Remember, we are doing that that special. If you sign up between now and the end of June and your first your first charge is either the beginning of June or the beginning of July, we are going to donate that to our friend Travis for his his buddy who... Who had that accent. We talked about the last episode. Another way to also support the show is through our Threadless page, dramat.threadless.com And we have t-shirts. We have onesies. Onesies. For we have yes. tank tops, all Baby different bookers. stuff. That if you want to buy and you want to support us, please buy the shirts. We really appreciate seeing, seeing people buy those. And if you do buy something, take a picture and tag us on Instagram or any of the social medias and we'll we 'll really appreciate that one last way to support the show is to go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you 're using and and give us a five star review uh, rate and review us just helps us promote the show so with iTunes and with everything else because again, what we as we said before, we want the show to be as big as possible, mm-hmm. even if big is Pittsburgh, we want to shine a light on the area the the history and the whiskey community in general because it's better with friends Mm -hmm. and we want to have as many friends as we can
0: and like bobby said we want to lift the veil we want to make this accessible we
2: do we want people to no longer be be talking about how crazy price this is and realize Mm -hmm. that it has a place and we've all tried it and and we Mm -hmm. all know how we feel about it
0: exactly any last thoughts gentlemen Bobby, thank you so much. This was terrific. Thank this you guys. So I,
2: I appreciate being able to come over and try some stuff and kind of expose you guys to like where, where I'm at now. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you guys are far off, so it'll be fun to see where you yeah,
1: go from here. Definitely. Zachary, let's end it the way we always do. Cause I assume the people like it.
0: Zachary, cheers to you. John, cheers to you. Guys, cheers to the ends.